Hello and welcome to People's Perspectives. I'm Kevin Dooney and my guest today is Brendan. Hello. Alright, so first question, what is your gender and how did you come to realize it? Uh, my gender is transmasculine non-binary and my identity's kind of like evolved over a couple of years. Like when it first came out, I identified as a trans guy, uh, then I identified as a demi-boy and like then non-binary and then now transmasculine non-binary. For those who don't know, what's the difference between non-binary and transmasculine non-binary? The only difference is that like transmasculine non-binary people like are more aligned with traditionally masculine things, but like we still don't actually identify with male. Like we're still non-binary. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool, cool. Would you agree that the growing acceptance of non-binary people and growing prominence in society has gradually changed the nature of fashion as a form of self-expression and as an industry? Yeah, I definitely think so. Androgyny has become, it's like really in right now, which I think is really helpful in helping people learn that it's okay to express yourself in things that might not traditionally be quote-unquote, appropriate for their gender. Have you ever been treated differently by your peers due to being related to a celebrity? When I was, like, in, I think it was first grade, like, everyone in the school knew who I was related to, and they would, like, ask me, like, for, like, autog like if I could get her autographs or if, like, they could get invited to my birthday so they could meet her. These were people that I'd, like, never spoken to before. Like, who are you? Why are you trying to talk to me? Has that made it tougher to find people who like you for who you are rather than, like, who you're related to? Not really, because, like, usually, like, people, like, there are rumors about it, but no one knows for sure. So, like, I'll be friendly with someone initially, and usually, if they're only trying to be my friend to get close to my aunt, like, I, I can tell, like, immediately. And I know, like, okay, this person's not worth my time. That sounds kind of annoying. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. Especially, like, I look, ex I like, extremely white. So usually when people find out who I'm related to, they're like, wait, so you're Puerto Rican? I'm like, yeah. Like, how though? And then I just have, like, have to explain my entire family history to them in order for them to leave me alone. How has being related to a celebrity made you think about the idea or perhaps the futile pursuit of equal opportunity in America? Well, when my aunt made that post, she, like, that definitely opened my eyes that I could help other non-binary and other trans people, like, get their voices heard and to help, like, just educate the general public about what it means to be non-binary and what it means to be trans and part of this community. Because typically the only things you see are stories like, look at this, isn't this so weird? So I wanted, wanted to, like, help share a story that's like, it's really not weird, it's just my life. Do you think that the topic of the complexity of gender and gender expression earns a place in the education system across America? I definitely think so, because there are people in my school who have never met a trans person before. And as soon as I meet them, like I have to explain every different part of my identity to them because they didn't know that those were a thing. They didn't know that like gender wasn't just black and white. It actually works out well in my school because we actually have a Sunni racism, classism, sexism class where we like talk about gender 
and we talk about like race evidently because it's in, in the name but, but like it's definitely a really good place because people get to ask these questions that they normally wouldn't feel comfortable asking or would didn't have a place to ask do you think that having a gender and trans people in general in the government would help ensure that their voices are heard i definitely think so because like it's always nice to feel represented in movies and tv shows and like music things like that but where it'll really make a difference would be in government where people who are actually making these big decisions will like they will have a perspective that like we share they will have they will be able to have a give us a voice that we normally wouldn't be able to have so this is just something that came to mind because of a previous interview i had do you believe that there is a stigma associated with specifically agender people that is not present towards like towards trans people in general because when i asked when i was talking to ella uh mm-hmm. they said that there's like a less understanding towards being non-binary rather than just like being trans in general yeah because like with like binary trans people like that that's more it's easier for other for like cisgender people to understand because it's like going from like their mind is going from one to the other it's not questioning like the structure of gender itself whereas being like non-binary and agender is like rejecting that entire system which people like have issue with and especially if like you use they them pronouns that's a whole nother layer of explanation that you have to go through do you believe that the hostility between cisgender people and those who are otherwise exists because there are inherently bad people or a lack of understanding? I, th- I think it's a lack of understanding because no one, no one is born hating other people. Like that's something that you're taught. It's something that you learn from those around you. And if it can be learnt, it can be unlearnt. So I think the best way to like bridge that gap is to like sit down and have a like a meaningful conversation and bridge these like gaps of understanding and help different communities ask questions that they they don't know the answer to or they don't feel comfortable asking what the answer would be so i think it's definitely down to just like communication was your family accepting towards your gender identity or was there some reluctance yeah there's definitely been reluctance. There's been, like, some pushback as well. Like, one of my grandmas called and offered me $1,000 to go back to being a girl. Oh, and so I was like, oh my god. no. That's not how it works. Oh, my god. And they still don't really, like, get it. They don't understand, like... Oh, my god. <laughs> how you can not have a gender. Or not have an, a binary gender, I should say. But making little steps, like getting them to use my pronouns, like that's that's the first step. And they're getting they're gradually getting there. (laughs) They're getting there. But it's it takes time, you know, that sounds so frustrating. Yeah, yeah, definitely can be, especially if some of my relatives like just don't even use my right name. They use my dead name. Oh, my my God. That I, I can't even imagine what that's like. (laughs) <laughs> it makes uh, Christmas dinner pretty awkward. 
how has the person you've grown to be influenced your political perspective? I feel like because I am part of a minority group, I'm I'm more open to hearing other people's perspectives. I'm more open to like being like, okay, this person isn't feeling heard. I felt that way before. Like, what is this person trying to say? Like, I think that people should be able to have a voice. And if their ideology isn't hurting anyone, then they should be able to share. Why do you believe that there is such a rift in politics and society today? I think it's just something inherent to human nature. Like, we like patterns. We like having things broken up into different orders and categorizing things. And the same thing applies to humans we like to like break people into these different categories and sorting them so that we can be like i am these things you are those things and we are different which supports this sort of like us versus them idea where like okay this person falls into these categories that we've created they are inherently different and generally speaking the idea is okay this person is different from me they are less than me which isn't true because like all of these categories are just things that humans have decided have value like we're all just people trying to like live our lives what do you think should be done to make america a better and more equal place for everyone we definitely have a long way to go i'm not totally sure how we would go about doing it other than raising each other's voices up and telling those in power like like these people are here they are here and they deserve to be heard so like supporting one another and accepting differences and encouraging cultural diversity is the key to making like america a more accepting place well thanks for talking to me yeah thanks for having me this was people's perspectives i'm kevin i hope you enjoyed it uh see you in the next video bye